All right, and welcome to Fast Break Breakfast NBA Podcast. My name is Keith, here with my buddies Chuck and John. Gentlemen, how are we? Hey, now. Hi, John. I'm not doing so good. You're not no. doing so well. John, what's the problem? You look sullen. Your hair's shorter. That, too. Uh, what's the matter, kid? Shirley Temples. Pour them out. Oh, God. Oh, should we get pour started? Out, should pour we out s- your Shirley Temples. Started with a, a funeral? I, <laughs> I guess the silver lining is he has more time to be on Twitter. I just miss him already. Did you see how sad? I don't know if you guys watched the Heat uh, Sixers game, which was the first game after everyone was told and beats out for the year. You about, uh, about, about Okafor's defense? Okafor looked like his best friend had been shot. He was walking around. His head was held low. He wasn't playing any defense. He's like, why am I even out here right now? He looked, Simmons isn't playing and Bede's not going to play. Why am I even here? He looked like the big goofy kid who doesn't like basketball. Who You're like, hey, come play church league. You right? have to play, you giant And, and he freak. doesn't ever put his hand. He doesn't know have any yeah. skill. He's just standing there like people are catching rebounds all around his head. I, rather I feel like be, Keith is telling us about his youth right now no i, have a I feeling. was no 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 i was the one i was the one yelling at the tall oafish guy <laughs> like grab a ring just put put a body on you're somebody. so big you're such a waste of size the real story is Pe- people get mad at me at pick breakout for, superstar for the things i say under my breath rashawn holmes he's nice rashawn holmes who uh is outplaying the one, jaleel well i mean he's the one what was months ago and they're like do you feel bad for nerlens noel mm-hmm. and uh, i can't remember if it was coach was it a Brett Brown or was it the GM? He, anyway, who says, no, the guy I feel bad for is Rashawn Holmes. Still working every day. <laughs> anyway, this is a hey, lot man, of... This is a little scattered. This is a lot of basketball talk, first thing. Yeah. Sorry. I was going to tell you guys about I went to the doctor. What'd you do? It was yeah. disturbing. Nothing. I didn't do anything. I, like, last year I was sick. You apparently don't do anything. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I, no. So I was sick. <laughs> and last and the last year was like, hey, the doctor was like, you haven't had a physical ever. And, and I was like, it's been a while. So I was like, why don't we schedule you one year coming for physical so coming for the physical and like like i know i guess he's just breaking he's starting his exam but he just looks at me and he's like you feel all right you got you got enough energy Whoa. and i was like oh, yeah, yeah i feel fine you sleeping enough <laughs> and so and i don't know if that was just the normal question <laughs> but the way his tone yeah like the tone of every delivery was, I was like yeah i feel fine he's like yeah you're uh but you're eating enough like you uh you feel okay I'm like, oh. yeah, I'm good. And so then, like, so then they do like the reflexes, and he's all feeling the organs and things, and the turn in the head and the cough. And literally, like, four times, he's like, You have enough energy? And I didn't know what it was. Like, if I had just, you know. Did no, you get moon rivered? He's trying to, he's trying to uh, do a little one of those pharmaceutical pushes on you. He's got some pet pills. He's well, going to you know, sell you. Honestly, I was, I, was, I was ready to tell him that I'd heard some radio ads, and I think it's possible I have low T. <laughs> but but, but we, we didn't even get there. I heard a Mark Cuban radio ad telling me about low T. But uh, no, we didn't even get there. He just kept looking at me being like... You're almost 40. They get up that butt butt? No, no. It, was, it wasn't that basic. <laughs> he, he didn't even ask me like basic... Like he didn't ask me how much I drank. I was, I was prepared to give him like 80% <laughs> truth. Right. Yeah. You know, I was like, I was like, what is less like, you know... It's the bags, Keith. Yeah, yeah, but no, no, it it's could. The bags. Yeah, yeah, but but it just he just kept being like, no, yeah, so you're doing this, you're not a risk factor. I'm like, no, no, sir, no tobacco, no tobacco. And he's like, but you feel okay? Oh my like, god! Yeah. I was like, I don't. <laughs> this is ruined my week. You're how old? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. And I didn't, I didn't know if there was something in, in a chart somewhere where he's like, this guy should not feel all right. But that's hidden camera junk. It, yeah, it it felt like it anyway. But I, I guess I'm okay. But it did, yeah, disconcerting. <laughs> Mm. I ran screaming from the doctors. Mm. I mean, I, yeah. I just relentlessly asked the doctor, "Can you test me for diabetes without using needles?" Mm. Oh yeah, he's is like, there a way? Well, well, he he's like, uh, well, yeah, we're maybe gonna do some blood work, and I'm like, just so you know, I do not like blood work. Like, yeah. I will, I will likely pass out because he asked. He's like, "Have have you eaten?" Yeah, he asked if I'd eaten, and I was like, "Not, nah, I, I had a muffin." And he's like, oh, well, let's, we can't do blood work then. Sugar I was like, oh, I, I, I told him, like, I had actually psyched myself up. Like, I'm sitting here very anxious right now because I do not like when the fluids come out of my body. In the no. Minute, like, you guys are wimps. Don't give blood. You guys, neither of you have tattoos. No. You're of needles. You guys are just wimps. This body is it's a not going to well, kill yeah, you. Yeah, I was about to say, John and I, our bodies are temples. That's, that's why right. we, That's why we don't have needle marks on us. Mine's 222 strip pounds of steel and six appeal. <laughs> can't be stopped. You're not 222, John. 
Oh, it's so beautiful. <laughs> the triple deuce? <laughs> I, I, oh, Daddy weighed himself this morning. It's <laughs> a sad... A triple deuce? <laughs> oh, yeah, I've been to, always. Can't do it before <laughs> no, the Constitution. No, to make you I, I will say, new, new career high on the scale. Really? And, and I, I didn't know if that was maybe the reason. Right, breaking it, like, records. Like, maybe, maybe I'd packed on, like, I don't know, nine pounds since mm-hmm. I came in with my flu last year. Yeah. So he was like, I don't know. Is this guy all right? This is like my attempt at dieting. It's pathetic. In his defense, though, Keith, you do look like you spend a lot of hours in a basement staring at a screen. Here's the thing. Or with, just or under two. a bridge. My, I'm pale. <laughs> my face is gaunt. You got that baby dungeon glow. I got a baby dungeon glow. Like, like if I sometimes I, f- I forget to shower at night. It looks like Bill Paxton in <laughs> Near Dark, R.I.P. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, Rest I, in peace, Bill Paxton. I definitely have some of that. And uh, and like yeah, like today, you know, I forgot I forgot to shower last night. I was tired. I went to bed, and then I'm like, oh, I didn't shower. Now Abe's gonna be. I can't shower while the baby's awake. I can tell you're so married yeah. with a kid. You take that baby in the shower, <laughs> water baby. We don't even have like a container. I don't even have like a baby dungeon contraption. That's I guess some kids are like how oh, you put them in the playpen. I don't, I don't have a playpen really. Mm, like, I can't go put him in the crib. But he'd freak out the whole time. Like he would not be happy. He would eventually launch himself out of it. I think. Yeah, just so. give him an iPad. I could. Forced. I honestly could give him an iPad. And, and then he'll, he'll throw the iPad. He would be fine. He would come take it to me in the shower. <laughs> How did people have kids before, like, having multiple iPads to just put in front of your baby? I don't know. Yeah, because that's what I did. When I have custody of my kid, like, I didn't... I think it was like there... I would have to give him an iPad and go in the shower. Be like, sit here. He'd be too. I think it was like, watch. there will be blood. They just give him whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I think Pass he's like, here, bo-bo. here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sorry you're crying. Here, drink this. Night, you'll, night, buddy. Fall asleep. Anyway... Uh, so I did. I had a muffin. That was my, my pre-doctor muffin. Oof. Blueberry muffin. Scaly. I was going to get a scone. Again, uh, was at friend of the show, Sam and Zoe's. That's some Meeting with friend of the show uh, and sponsor, Rabble TV, who is relaunching their new app soon. Uh, t- talking with them. But yeah, uh, the person in front of me got the last scone. That's Sons it. of scones. Keith's so dropping, I ended up with a very Keith boring. dropping grim auguries for you two boys. It is. It, it is. So what did you, you guys have for breakfast? I had my uh, favorite... Uh, Tower Deli in East Nashville, Tennessee. The chopped cheese this morning, boys. That's amazing. It is, uh, John and I had it. So bad for you. Not long ago. It is an awful, awful artery-clogging wonder. It's six White Castle burgers blended and put inside of a giant White Castle burger. Almost. It's Yeah, it's, uh, you know, basically ground beef and cheese and onions on a grill. It's kind of like a poor man. It's like a loose meat sandwich. After you eat it, you start sweating profusely. Before. When you start thinking about it, your body prepares the way. That's uh, continuity. That's two loose meats in a row for our show. Really? Oh, last week, someone was talking about a... Was it a meatloaf? There was loose meat talk last week. Was there? We have to go back in the archives. I had my first meatloaf ever recently. Is the archivist... Yep. What? How long it took you so long? My dad loves just a meatloaf. It always grossed me out, so I never ate it. The word does yeah. make oh, it's a loaf of it's, meat. Mm-hmm. It might be the worst... Compound word we had next to manhole. <laughs> it's I true. Do, I do have a favorite meatloaf lyric, however. Mm. <laughs> Tell if me. There's one thing about me that you really ought to know. The three men I admire most are Larry, Curly, Moe. Mm. Wasted Youth by <laughs> Marvin Lee a day. Uh, I'd give you my favorite uh, meatloaf uh, verse, but I won't do that. Thank you. Yep. You're Thanks. welcome. A twinkle in your eye as you deliver that. <laughs> yep. <laughs> truly <laughs> sickening. Uh, John, did you have a chance for breakfast? So, to hide my gambling debts, I work at this bar sometimes. <laughs> and uh, Our I'm, listeners don't like hearing about us actually working. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> what, what has began as a one, one day a week has suddenly turned into three days a week, thanks to uh, betting on the Lakers. But um, So, a man calls in. We close at 10. Calls in at 9.30 in a Jamaican accent and says, It's 9.30. Can I come in and still eat? And right. I went, yes, yes, you may. You know, I'm not happy about it. But he comes in, and when I hang up the phone, I said, a Jamaican is coming in here. <laughs> and if he doesn't order the jambalaya, I'm going to kill myself. <laughs> so when he gets in there, he, uh, of course, uh, starts asking me what he should eat. And I was like, well, we're known for our jambalaya, sir. <laughs> And he goes, I'll have that. And I'll be like, you'll, you'll have what? He'll be like, I'll have that. And I'll be like, well, I, I forgot what I recommended. What, what will you have? And then he, I have the jambalaya. <laughs> I was so inspired that I had to order one for myself, even though I'd already eaten. They do have a jambalaya there. Put it in a box and ate it for breakfast this breakfast morning. Breakfast jambalaya. You, get an mm. egg, you crack an egg over it. Over easy egg. Oh, yeah. It's pretty good. 
That serious stuff. Breakfast jambalaya is real. I do. I do love a any kind of Cajun Creole type food, oh. and also in honor of Mardi Gras week. Oh yeah, and we've also entered the Lenten season. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, all these smudges of ashes all over their face, and their horrible screaming children well, pouring into the restaurant. Or that could be the you know the righteous followers of the Holy Roman Catholic the Church. The chosen people. Whatever you say. <laughs> yeah. Like either or. My mother right. being one of them. It's her birthday. How dare you? Well, we noticed none of the Ash Wednesday folks tipped worth a damn. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. So, Is this how you tithe? Well, they're tithing. Is this how you tithe? You should go to church more. They'll tip, they'll tip you if you go to church. That's right. Yeah. Oh, I was dropping the, the religious stuff Were on you? them. I was blessing them. And, Bless you. And, oh. Thank God. I this need weather's to go. great. That reminds me. <laughs> Can't wait to go to midnight mass after this. I don't think I don't. They probably yeah. found out then that mm. you're not Catholic. Yeah, I th- they, they were probably, they, they were probably like... turned off by all that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, this guy's posing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm hey. usually a bartender. I don't. I don't wait tables often, and I found that I'm not very good at it. Yeah, I watched you do it the other night. It was kind of like watching a dog play. It's a giant like, penguin sliding Jenga. around the ice. Yeah, it was kind of interesting. <laughs> well, those were our breakfasts. <laughs> After our breakfast, we move to our breakfast in bed apologies. This is our chance to make right what we might have gotten wrong on any previous episode. It's also the first time to talk about basketball, which we actually already got we, to. We, we threw that out the window. Some early Sixers talk. We probably lost Michael Eads. Joel. Yeah. <laughs> Does anyone have anything they need to apologize for? I, I need some advice, Ari, this apology, guys. Do I apologize to Matches Malone? Hmm. You, I think you could. I don't know if he's actually done anything correctly. He was forced into this a little bit. I do feel like many Nuggets fans were right. early on saying, why don't we do this? And then after the, the season started going poorly, it's like, well, it seems like we're building around Jokic, Gary Harris, Jamal Murray. Let's see them all play together. And I think last night was the first time that Jamal Murray started a point guard too. But right. they did look good on the road the last couple of games. My boy Jokic. So well, are, you, are you just saying you're just happy they're finally rounding into this exciting offense? And Yeah, I mean, that like the ball movement's been pretty amazing lately. Jokic is having his historic tri- triple-double streak of his own right now. I believe he has four in a month. That's pretty ridiculous. Yeah, I actually was counting my months wrong. But um, I, di- I did not know that yesterday when I said four in a month. So four in 30 days, perhaps? Can we do that? <laughs> four, four in that, <laughs> probably 29 days. But, but yeah, it, it's kind of like... I don't know if I should give Matches Malone credit or not, because, I mean, Nurkic is doing well, who they had to jettison for him to even do this. Yeah, I, I, I don't know. I think, I, think you're a, I think you're right to question whether the apology is warranted or not yet. So I'm it, sorry that I was so scornful of Matches Malone that I thought he would never figure well, it out. I, I think maybe, too, they see the, the, the logjam at eight is kind right. of cleared out, like... The Pelicans are playing like garbage uh, right away, which may change as the season goes on, but they're losing ground in that last playoff spot. And they go, okay, if we play well now, we can build a little lead and kind of solidify this eight seed. I, I mean, the Nuggets are doing it because, I mean, I feel like the Mavs are the only other team that's playing okay in that log jam. I mean, I guess the Wolves are the coming Wolves, on. Yeah. I think the Timberwolves have played pretty darn well as of late. Yeah. So, I, I you know, I think they're it's, playing some D now. Yeah, and they well, weren't for a long I don't, time. I don't want to highlight that it happened after, after. Levine went down, but because that <laughs> we all knew. Yeah, I mean, it, it. While they did lose a twenty-point a game scorer, they have plenty of uh, offensive power, firepower with Big Cat and Wiggins. So I don't think, I think, yeah, they look better now than they did with Levine. It's weird. Not weird. Levine is poop. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll go ahead. He's a Harold Miner for our generation. Ooh, I'll go ahead. Oh. That's the that hurts me. That's the secret password for most of our social media accounts. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll go ahead and apologize. I feel like uh, I- I'm having trouble shaking off the All Star break. I feel sluggish. I feel Jalil Okafor on defense sluggish. Mm-hmm. Uh, which the best tweet I think uh, Basketball tweeted, um, like you guys, why are you guys so mad at Okafor? He couldn't be moved to the trade deadline, so why do you expect him to be mobile now? <laughs> All right. Yeah, no. He looks um, gross. No, but I feel like I'm having trouble getting back into the swing of staying up and watching these games. Part of it is my Larry Sanders addiction. I started watching so many during the All-Star break. Hey, now. That now these 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 late West Coast games, it's like 
Kings Nets. Oh, you're not talking about former Milwaukee Buck big man Larry Sanders? No, I'm just I'm saying I'm turning off these games come 11 p.m. Central. And you're turning and off. And I'm like there's there's like there's one game left like oh Clippers Rockets it's kind of a what is it 10 point 15 point game? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not watching this. Nope. I just go get in bed, with my iPad, start watching Larry Sanders show. Mm. So I know I know I need I need to refocus myself. I need to recommit. Get back get back on the horse of uh, of the stamina of watching these games to completion. It really it really does take a lot. But you miss some things if you don't watch it towards the oh, end. Oh, definitely. I don't. I just don't want to be like some people in the media. Yeah. Who are just t- taking it all from other people. Look, I, I want to be watching with my own two eyes. Look, and, and if learning. you would have turned off the Oscars right when I did, the, did you? Miss I missed. Any, the, no, oh. uh, who else was playing? There was an NBA game. The you Cl- missed the moon landing for our time. <laughs> no, no, no. Clippers Hornets was an overtime. The the Oscars was going down. Oscars were in overtime. I was watching Larry Sanders <laughs> on my iPad. I was so tired. You're just missing all of I these important it. things. Like, yeah. oh, I checked my phone at like 2 a.m. You were handed was the like, wrong envelope. Oh, man. <laughs> you weren't beating it. I sure did. What's it? Faye runawayed it. <laughs> Chuck <laughs> uh, I have uh, to apologize to a, a podcast that I was on on Sunday. It's, it was, it's the Three in the Key podcast. Uh, when, before we started, they asked me, look, if there's anything you don't want to talk about, we start talking about things. Uh, we'll come up with a safe word. And my safe word was ripe banana. And then <laughs> uh, we started talking about LeBron and cramping. And then I said he needs to eat more ripe bananas, and it flipped them out. They they lost it, and they couldn't really get the interview back on track after uh, that. So I apologize to those guys. You, uh, you, you separated you the show? You busted the nuts. Yeah, no, it was fun. They were they were cool guys, and it was a f- I, I, I guess I sound like I know what I'm talking about on other people's podcasts, but on this one. <laughs> well do done. Well. Yeah, way to, I didn't embarrass us. Way to, pull off, way to pull off the ruse. <laughs> <laughs> All right, those were our breakfast in bed apologies. Before we get to our steak and eggs, a reminder, I think we're going to stretch this into March because we have a kind of a... a, a a backup of reviews to Man. read from iTunes. So for we'll keep it going. During the month of March, just like in February, if you write us a five-star iTunes review, we will read it on air. We will give you a shout-out, and you can plug whatever you want. And obviously, the review helps us out. So we have a few reviews to read right now. Who wants to go first? Chuck, you can go first. This is from I Know Good Sounds When I Hear Them. By GF Nashville. The unofficial, official, NBA related breakfast themed Nashville based podcast of at Bright Towers Music on Instagram. Seriously, though, Fast Break Breakfast should have won more Grammys this year than the debut album, the debut album City Lights by at Bright Towers on Twitter. If you don't believe me, just go to Facebook.com slash Bright Towers Music and we'll definitely say that Keith, Chuck, and John are awesome. And this is not just the same shameless plug for my music project, because really, where else but Facebook can you find such true alternative alternative facts as these? But for real, you guys, thank you and keep up the good work. Hashtag keep it going. Amazing. That was pretty good. What so an orator. So, yeah, yeah. I'm not. Uh, that was. It's very small words. Very small. Words. The next one comes from Pat Garnett, and he says, five star NBA pod, long time listener and big fan of the show. Shout out." Potter Park Zoo. Why does he get the easy one? See, because that's why I have outmaneuvered you at every turn. Okay. Well, I'm going to take this one then. Uh, this Damn is it. this is from Power Lister C A Harbin. That's our buddy Chris. Shout out! Uh, this trio throws down basketball knowledge that is unparalleled to any other basketball podcast. Nice of you to say. Mm. Listen while enjoying a beer from Little Harpeth Brewing. Uh, at Chris Harbin, if you want to follow him on Twitter. Chris underscore Harbin. By, by the way, Little Harbin Brewing, I mean, we're always looking for sponsors. That's right. Just saying. Chuck, I'll let you get to this next one. I hate you so much. <laughs> this one comes from Hello from Podcast at Palisade. <laughs> Hello, Breakfast Club. This is Podcast at Palisade checking in. We discuss sports and celebrity slash entertainment news. Hank loves omelets and apple juice for breakfast. Paul loves an English muffin, eggs, and bacon. For breakfast with a tall glass of OJ for breakfast. There's a lot of for breakfast in that one. <laughs> we love your take on the Grizz and other basketball analysis, anal s- analysis. Next time you come to Memphis, we would love to meet up for a game and a night out as we too are huge Grizz fans. Listen to our podcast, quote, podcast at Palisade, end quote. We are awesome. Love the show and thanks for the shout out. All right. Thanks, well, guys. That was a bunch of uh, 
reading tests for Chuck. Who I think I like might have got a C minus. Hank and Paul. Let me see that SAT verbal score. I did really well. Uh, Hank and Paul uh, have really good breakfast. It was a, no, they they did. They wrote some very nice breakfast. Those are great. A lot of breakfasts. But thanks for those reviews. We still have a couple more that we will get to next week and keep writing more reviews in March, and we will read it as long as it is not horribly offensive. All right, now for Steak and Eggs, best thing. What's the best thing you saw in the last week? There's only one thing that matters in this week in the world of basketball and bellies, and that is Taco Ty Lawson. My Ty Lawson. My Taco Ty Lawson. He's got to be. This is the I, new. He's now Taco Ty. Don't eat at the strip club buffet. Taco Man, Tuesday, Ty. It's, he, he, uh, if you guys don't know, tweeted out where to find some dope tacos in Sacramento. He said, where's the dope Taco Tuesday? Right. Trying to figure it out. Uh, next thing you know, he's taking uh, pictures of tacos under a sketchy black light. Mm-hmm. Uh, I recognize that lighting. With a, uh, with a caption that says, damn, boo, you look so damn good. <laughs> End quote. He, uh, you read that much better than you read those iTunes oh, yeah, reviews. If really you keep good. it under 60 characters, Chuck's on point. I got it. <laughs> um, so basically I've come to the conclusion that Taco Ty Lawson ate at a strip club because where else is there going to be black light and tacos? tacos. No, I don't know. There's the one rule is you never eat at a strip club, no. especially the tacos. <laughs> and scene. But you, didn't get into, you didn't get to the punchline. What's the punchline? The punchline was that. Oh yeah, and then he missed a game. No, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I'm he sorry. got uh, <laughs> gastroenteritis. De- dear listener, uh, dear Chuck, listener, Chuck sorry, is a sometime stand-up comedian. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I get to the get to the end of the story. And it's, full-time marijuana user. Well, I am. They, uh, yeah. So the, uh, the <laughs> <laughs> so he eats these tacos, and then a few hours before the game, he's uh, listed as uh, out of out of the lineup due to uh, gastroenteritis. Which has been the he was, hip. Yeah, he hip di- did not play DNP. But he did. He GI did gut through and play. Mm. So he was he was questionable. Yeah, yeah. The long the, the short of the joke there. Mm-hmm. Sorry. He said, "Where do I get tacos at?" And then the next social media thing was a, a, an alert from the Kings app saying right. he was questionable with gastroenteritis. Right. I wish he was still on the Nuggets so he could be mile high my tie taco tie. <laughs> <laughs> that's what, that's what I need. <laughs> so uh, yeah, but seriously, I, I'm I'm curious if that was <laughs> was the strip club the recommendation? I don't know. Or man. did he not get a recommendation? Just ended up at the strip club. It's like they got and tacos. Was ecstatic to find out there was tacos. Yeah, I mean some high end strip clubs. Uh, I wouldn't even like wash my hands in there, and I can't imagine the Sacramento ones being. On par. At this point, I feel like I would enjoy that the food was under a black light. You think? As opposed to just like looking at the, the dark, the ugliness, or or the uh, black light's good for fighting certain for finding certain substances. There we are. Mm-hmm. It's true. My my best thing. <laughs> Don't is, ever take it into a hotel room. Oh, CSI. Mm-mm. My best thing is the I guess the how I love the misery of others. Shot in Freud. Yeah, right. The the Pistons. Set a record. Jeez, first team. That was actually going to be my worst. <laughs> first team ever mm-hmm. to shoot under 20% on free throws with a minimum of 10 attempts. They were three for 17 from the foul line. That is 17.6%. Drummond with a consecutive one for double digit misses from yeah, the free throw line. Can we give a team the eye shop for the week? Uh, that was a question raised by someone on Twitter. Really? I think, I mean, that we should at least nominate them. We can look into it because they were a Atrocious. combined six for 40 when you combined their free throws and, and three pointers. pointers. Yeah. That's all time. So I think Duncan Smith, a Twitter user, uh, NBA fan, pointed that out to me. Uh, that blew my mind. And I, I dove into the box score and then I was like, whoa. <laughs> the, the next closest was a, a three for 14 game in 1983, the Houston Rockets. But That's... it is funny when you look at the all time worst. Um, when you look at the all-time worst games ever, like you could tell who it was, because I guess that Rockets, I'm assuming it was like Moses Malone mm-hmm. was missing some that game. Right. There's like a Magic game where you know oh, yeah. it's Shaq. 
Yeah. Oh, or, or it might maybe uh, post uh, or could meltdown have, Nick Anderson. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that too. But yeah, you, you can definitely get the history. So that, yeah, I, I'm ta- I guess I'm taking Alfred that. Alfred Payton's had some pretty bad. I'm taking that for, for my best thing. That was I was highly amused by that. Well, I have to. Uh, when we get to worst, you'll have to help me stall because I mean that was the most woeful <laughs> performance ever, and it's and it was already against the Pelicans who slay the Pistons, anyways. Yeah, Anthony Davis sees Andre Drummond and gets hungry. He does. <laughs> he, he does not like Andre Drummond. Andre Drummond excused himself from that game. By the way, you notice? Oh that? yeah, he did. <laughs> Although his his ejection was, yeah. What do you S A W F T soft? Soft. Yeah. Well, the best thing for me really has been. The aforementioned that I'm getting excited about the uh, fight for the eighth seed. I know these teams are just going to get wait, laid to waste by the Durantless uh, Warriors, but it's it's making it's giving me something to watch. I've been watching a lot of teams that I typically don't watch. So much Mavs happening in my life right now, and the Mavs are crazy. The Mavs are a team that I I feel like I saw a thing recently that was which five teams are tanking best, and Mavs were third, uh-uh. and I was like. What do you mean? Like, yes, they cut Darren Williams, and yes, they cut Bogut, but like they're good. Mm-hmm. I mean, Nerlens Noel coming in is doing right. good things. I'm kind of bummed Seth that Curry's incredible. That's nuts. He was, of like course, Yogi. Noel was uh, late to his like first flight ever, so he sat out the first game. Yeah, then he only played like 15, wrong... 16 minutes. He the, went to uh, the wrong game. airport. Jesus Christ, Rick, Nerlens. Rick Carlisle said that he went to the wrong airport, and a fan saw him and said, you're in the wrong airport. It's <laughs> incredible. Um, talking about them tanking well, they're getting young players tick. Um, all these young guys oh, right. kind of aren't, they aren't names in the league, but, you know, uh, as the aforementioned uh, baby Steph, he's playing incredibly murdered the, the heat the other night. Um, but Rick yeah, Carlisle is the anti Jason kid right now. I feel like Seth Curry, if his if he was not a Curry, yeah, you think it, did his last name keep him out of the NBA longer? Because I always assumed that was an advantage, right? Typically, where where some of were going to keep giving him more chances. But it is weird that this guy took a while to get into the league, and obviously he he, he went to Duke. Maybe high, it was because he's so many standard deviations away from stuff that it made it embarrassing. But, but I mean, the fact the Kings had him and let him go, yeah, and I'm he's like Fredo. Steph he signed for nothing. Fredo Curry. Steph kind of had a, a kind of a long learning curve too. A couple seasons before he started really really cooking, um, but he was injured and all that too. But yeah, he he's playing real well, and I'm just glad he wears a a, a headband. Because I wouldn't know the difference. They're twins. <laughs> they look like brothers. You might have face blindness. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I'm curious in that in the Western Conference race there, like the Nuggets have a full three game lead as we record this on Thursday afternoon. Uh, like the Kings are still there. We assume the bottom's going to fall out for them. Mm-hmm. They they <laughs> they lost to they the lost Nets. to the Nets. <laughs> um, lost uh, spiritual advisor Matt Barnes. But but uh-huh. also also tied three games back are the Timberwolves and the Blazers. I feel like the Timberwolves had the better. That's who I'm interested in. They have the, the better tra- trajectory. Um, yeah, and the Pelicans. I don't think they have any chance. Like, there's four teams in the way. Like, yeah. I think the Mavericks, the Blazers, you know, and Nuggets are so far ahead. But I, at the end, I do kind of. I mean, if you're gonna pick, if if the Pelicans figure it out, those two, when they start, if they start clicking, it, it'll be like a rolling ball of butcher blades. They're gonna they're gonna be hard to stop if they figure it out. But you, you can't guarantee that. I mean, the, and the, no no evidence has shown. I mean, that the boogie the, the boogie Davis front court got its first win without boogie, right? As he was suspended. So. Yeah, so that it, it's not looking good right now, and maybe they need some more shooters to spread the floor. But as much as I'm a huge Nuggets fan, I'm actually more interested in the Eastern Conference race. Oh yeah, like I'm, it's more because that that one is I'm like referring to both. I'm still I'm still shocked that the Bulls keep winning. Yeah, like I, it's kind of shocking, and and they're this hanging is on. People calling for Hoiberg's head and everything. Yeah, and the the Pistons are are hanging on, despite the fact that Reggie Jackson is Awful. actively tanking. Mm-hmm. I don't or shaving points or something. So like you have the Heat. I keep thinking the Bucks and and my boys the Hornets will finally jump back in there. Um, but I don't know if there's any chance for them because they're they're much for, you know they're a couple games farther back. But Chuck's the Heat keep winning, they keep do. taking care of business. They do. Are we good. too? Are we too worse yet? Yeah, let's go and get to worse. That was the that let was me, a, a long list. Let me jump. So, let me what, just your, keep it rolling with the Bucks. So John's cream of wheat, worst of week, the Milwaukee, Milwaukee, Bucks. What's Jason Kidd doing? He is changing his lineups 
at the beginning of games, end of games, he started a, a Thon Maker, a Rashad Vaughn. He started a crazy lineup last game. I'm not sure who it was. He's being a doofus. <laughs> I'm worried about, you talk about point shaving. I mean, Malcolm Brogdon is right there. What, is, is, he, is he falling off? He's what? playing really well. Yeah. Jason Kidd is starting, you know, Delhi and Rashad Vaughn over him. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he's, it, yeah, I mean, it's just really hard to watch. And it's a bad look because uh, he could be, you know, looking at rookie of the year if he gets like solid. Yeah. Oh, he's already in the conversation. Yeah. yeah. I mean, especially with Embiid going. I know it's been, that's a dead horse with Embiid, but we can all agree he does not deserve the rookie of the year. I'm mm-hmm. still voting for him, even though I don't have a Who, Embiid? <laughs> Embiid. I mean, Sarich. He's also getting my your boy Magruder. He's making Magruder. That's the one I think should be. I want to sure you do. I want to say value over replacement. Magruder's now second. He's looking. He's second in VORP behind uh, Embiid. He's made uh, how (laughs) many Shirley Temples can he drink? That's the real question. Check and made. Look, he's and we all know Embiid is the MVP or the Rookie of the Year in our hearts, even though it's his third season. Look, I mean, Greg Monroe had been playing really well, and their plus minus with him on the court was great. And now Kid is playing Henson over him. Yeah, I don't get what's happening. I mean, it, they don't seem to be able to figure out which guys to put on the court. I hate watching them now, and I used to love watching them just because of all the gangly freaks out there. I mean, they they seem so promising so early, and even my you know future Grizzly Chris Middleton is back. Mm-hmm. He had twenty one five and five last night. Chris Middleton yeah. coming back on, on, is what's thrown the lineups into abject disarray. But they, but they, I mean, they were they were already spiraling before he came back. Right. But yes, it definitely has. Confused, and you'd think Rashad Vaughn. I mean, Jabari Parker going down. That's what was, I was supposed to. Was supposed to like at least it should have made it easier to put in Chris Middleton to the right. lineups to, without having any. But yeah, definitely, kid is kind of clutching at straws, not really being. I think to, he's in trouble with his bookie again. Mm-hmm. You, might, you might be right. <laughs> um, my worst thing of week: Matt Barnes. Matt Barnes. Matty B. Falling uphill. Good for him. Ending up. Karma isn't real. He is now on the Golden State Warriors. And honestly, I think he's going to be awesome mm-hmm. on the Warriors. He was bad on the Kings. But just last year. He'll fit in well. Just last year, he was pretty much the MVP of the Grizzlies season last year. Oh, yeah. Uh, he was the best passer on the team by far. Had a triple-double. Once Mike and Mark went down. Uh, Everything freaks me out because I'll see on Twitter people are like, oh, Matt Barnes is the worst inbounds passer on this team. And I'm like. God, he was the Grizzlies' best in yeah, yeah, passer. Yeah, yeah. Do so, we just have terrible passers? So, so maybe maybe he actually is done. Maybe this one more year and like his the form he was showing in Sacramento will be there, and he won't be able to help the Warriors. But I kind of think he's going to be amazing as like whatever fifth oh. option glue guy. Charlie, what's the Bay Area strip club brawl scene like? Oh, I don't know. I got I got to do some research. It's got to be better than Sacktown. There's probably a Tumblr. But I mean, he's from Bay Area. Yeah, yeah. You know, Uh-oh. so so he's he's from there. So he he's, he's, he's walking. This won't end well. He's not going to be asked to do much. They're going to point him in the corner on offense and say stand there, and on defense they're going to say harass the, the. Go take his eye. They're three. I mean, is there yeah. any chance he turns into the scapegoat? No way. Because I kind of thought Jose Calderon might. Like, why are they bringing in Jose Calderon? People are also. To bury threes. People are also no like defense. lamenting that Jose Calderon got a raw deal. Yeah. Because so the, the Warriors had a verbal commitment like to, to bring in Jose Calderon once he got waived by the Lakers. And then Durant gets hurt. And so now they need a forward. Now they're like, oh, so we're not going to sign. We, we can't keep Calderon because we need a forward. So we're going to sign Matt Barnes. But we're still going to honor our verbal commitment. So we sign Calderon and wave him just immediately. Mm-hmm. The man got four hundred grand to sign a piece of paper. To sign a piece of paper. Boo hoo! Yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's gonna be on the war." It's like, "Come on, guys! This yeah. guy won the lottery." Yeah, he literally like he's he's the big winner. Yeah, Matt Barnes and uh, well, I'd like to see old Jose get a ring after all those years. Oh yeah, such a legendary player. I mean, You're right. He looks. Who cares? Matt Barnes is gonna <laughs> is gonna gonna look look good wearing that ring in his next uh shout up Spurs winning it all off off court violence incident. Yeah, it'll be indented in someone's head at a bar brawl. <laughs> yeah. Tell it to Kawhi. Matt so Barnes, I guess yeah. Barnes. I mean, I, I I was one who who didn't hold a huge grudge against him when he joined the Grizzlies because I've always kind of liked him as a player, but his off the court stuff has gotten too loud, and now to, to end up on the Warriors and he ignored us on Beale Street once. Oh, no. He didn't ignore you, Chuck. He ran from you. Well, avoided. Yeah, there, no, no, th- no. There, there's there's a there, there's a difference between like someone ignoring you and someone actively sprinted uh, uh, across the street, actively avoiding, yeah. taking taking countermeasures to avoid. Well, in my defense, I was carrying a bucket of booze, and we're wearing a luchador mask. Oh yeah, you're a scary looking guy. 
While screaming Matt Barnes, Matt Barnes. So my worst of the week, speaking of Memphis, uh, you know who I don't like? Old punk, punk ass, Doug funny looking ass, Devin Booker. Ah. Oh, with his weirdly small eyes. With his three for 11, nine points. Well, don't worry. Vince Carter doesn't like him either. Oddly shaped head. Yeah, it's it's weird. It's turning out to be like the Phoenix and Memphis. Like they're just every time it's going to be like the that fight scene from Anchorman. We put our stink on them. As a Grizzlies fan, man, I love playing the Suns. They are awful. <laughs> they're bad, yeah. and you get to and beat we them hate up. them. The Grizzlies like just score 130 <laughs> points in a regulation game on them. It's oh, like yeah. it's like playing the Clippers only without the stress of maybe we'll lose. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite part of that, uh, so if for those of you who don't know, Devin Booker got, uh, it was the people's elbow oh, that, yeah. that Vince Carter It was glorious. Him. It was so beautiful to see. Uh, and then Alex Lynn, for some reason, bucks up. Like, who, that's, are, you, who are you, buddy? That is my all-time, uh, that's the man who took down Hassan Whiteside, I'll have you know. <laughs> but um, my, that is my, my go-to butthead Pick up basketball maneuver is if you make me mad, I will slap that ball out of your hands and tell you to go get it. <laughs> and then to find my biggest friend to hide behind. I mean, what was great was Zebo was like, he was just lumbering behind, going, This is funny. He didn't even get mad. He was like, He didn't like jump in. He was just like, well, This is funny. These it's boys. really weird. And we've talked about it before because every time the Grizzlies have played the Suns, there's been a Devin thing. Booker has done a thing where he's come after people. He pushed and Zebo I don't know once if in this the pack. A, a form of team building for the Suns. Like Earl Watson's like, Let's, let's, let's build something. Some beefs. It'll he's, be a, he's a pest. Oh, you know what it is? It's like it's that jailhouse stuff. You know, you if you want to be considered tough, know. you got to find out. You got to pick the biggest dude so in the yard, fake. and you got to punk try to punk him. He was, but it doesn't. Devin work. Booker had was being held back. Air quotes by the trainer. <laughs> hold, hold me back. Hold, hold me back. back and the trainer like has his hand up. Like, all right, fine, I'll yeah. stand here. And Vince Carter's forty years old. He's got grown man hands. He will demolish. He'll jump on you like Luigi from Mario Brothers 2. <laughs> <laughs> so I don't get that. I, one thing I am seeing on the Suns, as we keep getting more and more scattered and smothered as we work our way through these, uh, Alan Williams is their best center <laughs> by a lot. He's a guy who I saw in Summer League two years ago for the Rockets, and I thought it was incredible. And he even, like, he lost more weight. He was, like, rotund, like kind of Oliver Miller looking back then. Mm-hmm. Like, he keeps losing weight. The guy, like, scores it. If he gets it on, in the post anytime, and like, but they keep having to play Alex Lynn because he was on a rookie contract, and they, you know, they use and he's resources. Got those hands, to, to, he can steal the ball, swat that to, ball to get him. But yeah, I mean, Tyson Chandler is done. Mm. Uh, he's there just hanging out to fashion ninja to coach. It's Alex the, Lynn is bad, and then I'll, yeah, I'll, maybe they're learning. But I yeah, so bad anyway. Devin Booker, I see you. And that pick that the Suns pick's gone, right? Did they get that pick? No, they get they get picks this year. I mean, they did trade a pick. Did they? It, they traded that, that Lakers pick, okay. which is owed to the Sixers, mm-hmm. was traded. I think they traded for Brandon like, Brandon Knight. I think they traded Goran Dragic, um, Magic Johnson, Isaiah Thomas, and Pistol Pete Maravich for Brandon Knight. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I think that's 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 an accurate easy trade, trade trade counter there. Easy, who, easy. who doesn't play at all? <laughs> and I'm the, I'm the only person in the universe who still thinks Brandon Knight can help a basketball team. Um, all right. As we seamlessly glide into Hassan Whiteside, cocks it back to Walpole's presence, scattered, smothered, covered thoughts. Well, there's been news. Yes, Chuck. There's the big news in the NBA with Kevin Durant. We've barely mentioned it. Barely mentioned it, but I think there's an underlying story there. He's on vacation. Uh-oh. There's something fishy going on with that little injury. What say you, Chuck? I think it smells a little bit like a conspiracy. Oh, Smells like bacon, only not. This is Chuck's turkey bacon conspiracy theory. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so as we all know, uh, Kevin Durant was injured when Zaza Pachulia Mm -hmm. fell backwards on his leg. And some of you go, well, accidentally. how is that? Why would you think there was a conspiracy? It was an accident. His teammate hurting him? And this is what you don't know. Zaza is a Georgian... Sleeper agent. Um, Moscow trained the hood. Certainly. Certainly. He is uh, tied into a large segment of the uh, Georgian criminal underground. He is the eighth richest Georgian. And has <laughs> and has multiple multiple ties. Richer than Julia Roberts. <laughs> but um, he finances hacker groups responsible for fake news websites. 
and it's evidenced by his all-star all-star vote fraud. My God, you're right. Vote manipulation. They did that. The election, and most importantly, the Oscars. Mm, they did, but he got in a little too deep with Putin, and he owed him a favor. And Putin, it's not a good place to be unless you want to be president. Right. Yes. And, you know, you know, Putin's a Nets fan. <laughs> He's got to be. That's a fact, Jack. You're Prokhorov. <laughs> but Putin ordered Zaza to injure KD to distract from the current Russian infiltration in our U.S. government. And I think that's what's happening. It's getting America to talk about the possibility of the Spurs winning the, the championship. The only way this conspiracy theory is true is if the, uh, if, if the, the Warriors sign AK-47. Ooh, Karolinko. I want to think maybe the Bucks owner, Mark Lazary, was involved somehow. Because I know I, he, has, he has explicit ties to, to a large mob run, Russian mob-run poker ring. Mm. I know it kept high, him... High-stakes high poker That's just rooms. a good Saturday night. Yeah. No, no, but it, 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 kept him, it kept him from the French ambassadorship years mm. ago. Well, uh, the, 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 the Russian connection. So, I don't Maybe know. he could be the attorney general. Yeah. Because Russian, Russian Russian interaction, so it's actually a, it's a resume bullet point. It really now. is. It's a, it's a go-to. Well, that's a that's a unique theory, a new, unique conspiracy from Chuck. I think there might be some way to it. it smells it, Zaza. I think there might be another conspiracy. Maybe you can help me flesh it out. Oh, okay. Looking at the Philadelphia 76ers in the process. Oh. Uh, ben Simmons was reported to have been out however long. Foot mm-hmm. injury, broken foot, gonna gonna be out. Right. You know, should be healthy come January. The immediate rumors were he won't play. And it finally came out he's not going to play. Joel Embiid, they've been faking all the injuries with him. They finally announced now there's some, you know, it isn't responding to treatment. It's responding slower. Oh, also now there's a large tear in the meniscus Mm -hmm. out for this season. They traded right in Nerlens Noel. We're back in full tank. Oh, yeah. Do you think Brian Colangelo's brain has been replaced by the FSM Yankees? No, I I think... Brian Colangelo is just destroying the franchise. Mm. I, th- I think he, he is the sleeper is cell. Is this process to electric boogaloo? Yeah. Mm. I mean, what they even showed some sh- signs of life a la the movie Major League mm-hmm. with T.J. McConnell and probably le- leading victories. Right. Fourth quarter And then they're like, you know what? This Nerlens Noel guy's playing pretty well. Let's get rid of him. Gone for let's, nothing. Let's trade him for nothing. For Nichols. Justin Anderson, who will be out of the league in two years. Yep. For Jack and shit. <laughs> Jack left town. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think mean, I don't, I don't, I don't know what does, the conspiracy no. is, no. but <laughs> Colangelo says, all right. See, buddy, I don't think it's a conspiracy. No more Embiid, no more Simmons, no more Noel. My job here is done. We just, well, we didn't, but Colangelo has just never been good at this. Mm. He's just got the right last name. Yeah, he was put there by... By uh, Daddy and Uncle Sterney. Yeah, to make sure that he ran an organization better. And now is doing the exact same thing he was hired to replace a man for. He tra- he trades Noel for two second round picks, and he texts his dad. He's like, "Texts Jerry, did I do good, Paul? Hey, Paul's Paul. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah. I think it. Well, if the process ain't broke, don't fix it. There and it seems he said se- <laughs> it seems as if they've g- uh, struck gold, and they have uh, two great players in the pipeline. If they can, Rashawn Holmes I mean, and T.J. McConnell. Yeah, and Brian Colangelo said, "I'm not going to make a bad deal for this franchise." And then said, and then after his Noel trade, said, "That well, was the best offer I had." Yeah, or something. I guess garbage. Not the no, same. No, you thing. wonder why uh, old Ja Okafor is playing with his head tucked between his. Poor, balls. yeah. I mean, and now people are mad that Okafor is not is look, looks awful and lost. Mm-hmm. What are you supposed? This yeah. guy, this guy just abused this guy. Right. You've mentally, emotionally abused this guy for two years, he and was, now it's obvious you're trying to lose as a team, yeah. and you're like, go out there and play hard. He's part of that Duke tradition. He's not used to losing. Well, once he gets to the NBA, the, those Dukies are. They usually lose. Tell it, uh, Kyrie. L- let's <laughs> let, let, let's go mainstream story one second. The Durant injury. Does this open the door? Are the Spurs? No. Can they get the one seed? It's fine. Who yes. Cares? Is he? Is he? I think it's a big deal. But I don't yes, think it matters. You don't think it matters. You think, you think he'll be this back as long as because yeah, he'll be back. He'll come for the first round. They'll work out some kinks. They'll have some practices, and by the second and third round, by the by the Western Conference Finals, they're going to be back to where they were, where they were unstoppable. And I, yeah, I, I don't think it's until an issue. They unless, weren't until uh, it's an issue unless he does not get better. Obviously, right. But if but I think this is all precautionary. They're not taking any chances, and they're going to wheel them out in wheelchairs to make everybody else think they have a chance, and then they're going to crush them in the playoffs. I mean, 
I don't, I can't. Spurs look so good though. They do look great. I'm not saying they don't, but that team at full strength is un. I feel like this, unbelievable. I, I feel like the Spurs guard play is still the limiting factor. Mm. Well, luckily Tony Parker is not playing anymore. Right, right. But but still, I'm not sure. I like Patty Mills as yeah. much as the next guy. But yeah, he's not. But I don't know if Patty Mills and Danny Green are going to be enough. No. When it gets to the Warriors. Yeah. But, you ready to unveil point forward Pal Gasol? Is that what you're saying? Kawhi, <laughs> Kawhi looking like Kobe. Kawhi, Kawhi looking like Kobe. What does that mean? I'm gonna, I'm He's gonna, I'm gonna go last ahead and second fadeaways. Co- cover your ears, power listener, Damon. Kawhi looks better than Kobe. Ooh, yeah. I mean, by a lot. He's incredible. Kawhi's being nasty. He is, and Kawhi's looked like the best player in the NBA over the last few weeks. He's really looking great. I, I think that's although Russell Westbrook. Jason Bournes, assassin closer, mm, yeah. unstoppable in fourth quarters now. I just miss the good old days when he was terrible at the end of games. Yeah, mm. it used it used to be in those Grizzlies playoff series where where he was where we were cheering. Please, Westbrook, pull up from seventeen and there's, pass it. There's your Kobe, Chuck. Oh yeah, old Russell Westbrook clanging him. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to the awards segment of the evening, the International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award. This is given to the worst performance in a box score every week. We have a handful of honorable mentions. Clay Thompson, 5 for 20. Russ Westbrook, 4 for 18, but 18, 18, and 18 otherwise. <laughs> uh, uh, Chris Wett, Paul, honorable mention, also 4 for 18, but had 17 assists. We have three nominees for this week. Draymond Green. In a win versus Brooklyn, one for 10. Five points, eight rebounds, two assists, one steal, one block, three turnovers. Not a great game. Didn't play a lot. Isaiah Thomas breaking his 20-point scoring streak by going four for 21 in a loss against the Hawks. 19 points, seven assists, seven rebounds. Pretty good. Block, but seven turnovers. And then Nick Batum, two for 13 in a win against the hapless Los Angeles Lakers. Two for 13, five points, six rebounds, three assists, one block, three turnovers. So we got Draymond Green, one for 10, five points, eight boards. Isaiah Thomas, four for 21, 19, seven and seven, and seven turnovers. And Nick Batum, two for 13, five points, six boards, three assists. Well, I just saw Isaiah Thomas personally destroy the Cleveland Cavaliers. Um, Pretty hard to besmirch little Zeke right now. He's balling out of his mind. But well, that I'm going to go in. I'm that is go- an ugly stat line four for 21 is not good it's really bad and it's i usually go every single time four for 20 if somebody shoots four for 20 i'm going for them this is one better this is one better it's one louder i'll support your stupid stoner joke (laughs) (laughs) that's teamwork there you go (laughs) i thought maybe nick batum might pull in a vote that's Mm -mm. that's pretty bad game nick also barely saved from another honorable mention this week from a four for 18. I was leaning into Batum until he brought out that dank ass creepy bud reference. Yeah. I, I was going to say, yes, he put up some, some raw numbers, but, <laughs> but four for 21 and seven turnovers in a loss. It's ugly. I think you can kind of tie that loss around his neck. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> that's uh that's not great. So congratulations, Isaiah Thomas having a great year. Wonderful fella. Well, this is more of a tribute to him. Yeah, but you know, I think it's important that when a player's having such a spectacular season, we you know, remind them, hey, you're human too. He probably did on purpose to be like, hey, guys, remember, I'm the best. <laughs> and, when I, and when I do poorly, everyone, you all lose. <laughs> That's right. He flexed, he flexed his muscle by saying, look how tied you are to me. Right. Oh. <laughs> um, you didn't right. like me shooting all the shots? Well, here's the six turnovers in a row. <laughs> <laughs> I did see, by the way, Okafor didn't make the, uh, the cutoff for the shots, but he had, what, four shots and seven turnovers in a game? He didn't play enough. He did. Well, he, co- he committed against the Warriors. I saw him commit four yeah. consecutive turnovers on four straight post-ups. Rashawn Holmes kept him on the bench. Hard, hard to pull off. Mm-hmm. Anyway, congratulations, Isaiah Thomas. You are this week's International Stackhouse of Pancakes Award winner. All right. Slash MVP candidate. Before, <laughs> b- before we get to the Grizzlies epilogue, par fade away, gentlemen. What are we looking forward to in the next week? Now we talked about it, but I'm that race for eight. In both conferences. Both sides. It's a, it's a race for eight and 30. Everybody's either trying to get to the eighth oh. seed or the 30th seed. Uh, but yeah, I, I think it's a fantastic. It's going to be interesting who's tanking, what games. It's going to be crazy for betting. I don't know how my uh, 
my current domination in our Patreon uh, pick'em pool. So weird. Hate your guts. Yeah. I'm destroying every one of you guys. You guys should join our Patreon and then join our pick'em pool. Sure. I'm glad you uh, don't know how to do tiebreakers, dumb ass. Oh, well, I just don't. <laughs> guess you don't need them. Yeah. Don't need them if you're That's winning right. by eight. I'm a full ah. eight games above you, John. But yeah, uh, it's going to be an interesting time to gamble, an interesting time to uh, watch basketball. A lot of games are going to be do you crazy. Like what, John, what's your gambling? How, how do you keep an eye out on with all the... You're trying to figure out, I guess, the motivation of each team each night. So what I do is I ask our Patreon Slack chat, hey guys, what do you think is going to happen tonight? <laughs> and then he bets the opposite. And then I bet the opposite. <laughs> and he has killed so Money far. Money in the pocket. our Patreon Slack chat followers are mostly insane Lakers and Knicks fans. Mm-hmm. And the Knicks are what I'm looking forward to to following for the rest of the week because uh, I can't lose. It's either going to be awesome or hilarious. Uh, <laughs> they have finally played Kristaps Porzingis at the five, which is where he should well, play. No, Noah's out. Yep. And uh, and uh, and w- Willie Hernan Gomez is out. Yeah. So they uh, started terrible Lance Thomas and Kristaps. But that meant Kristaps plays the five, which leads to an easy win for them. But just seconds after I start to feel good, I find out Phil Jackson has indeed taken over practices and they're practicing the triangle. That's amazing. Good God. That's amazing. Knicks are a mess. Uh, the Lakers also a mess. Thing I'm looking forward to, the Lakers are losing their tenuous grip on that draft pick they desperately need. I know. The Suns have passed them in the tankathon. The Nets are uncatchable in the yeah. tank. Of oh, no, they're, this is uh, a tank of a lifetime. The greatest of all tanks. The Lakers tank are going to start. Of <laughs> the Sixers have announced their intention not to win games. Yeah. That they have. They are only three and a half games behind the Sixers. So the Sixers are going to be tanking hard. The Kings likely going to be losing hard. Dive, dive, dive. Don't worry, Lakers. This I think is you two, can do this. This is two first round picks for the Lakers. It's this year's pick and the 20. 20- 19 pick. <laughs> they need to hang on to this top it's three pick. So bad. Right now, they're only 46% chance of hanging on, yeah. and it's just going to get worse and worse. Suit up magic. That was my HIV free. <laughs> he was donating blood. Suit him day. up. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think uh, that that's probably more interesting than, I mean, the eighth seed is great. The top of the West, top of the East is kind of solidified. Right. Yeah. You guys can talk. Yes, we're sorry, Wizards fans. Right. Your team is great. Didn't yeah. mention you we're, one time. We're sorry Bohan. we're talking about. Nine for 12 from three. Come Looking on. good. Looking good. I mean, the, the Raptors, can they keep winning without Lowry? Blah, blah, blah. Right. We're looking at the teams that are losing. <laughs> that is what I'm interested this in right now. This is the real NBA muck. Yeah. I want eight seed races and the race to the <laughs> race to the bottom. All right, you guys, thanks for listening. Write those iTunes reviews like we said. We barely mentioned it, but yes, if you want to be one of our best supporters, our biggest fans, you go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Fast Break Breakfast, and you can be one of those awesome people who actually pays us to do this, our fans who support us financially. We love you guys. Thanks for doing that. Always looking for more people, and then you get to join the Slack chat where we talk basketball around the clock and the Pick'em League where you get to lose to Chuck. So do those things. Thanks to you who have done that. You can follow us on Twitter at Fast Break Break. Like us on Facebook. You guys are the best. Thanks for listening. And remember, breakfast is the most important thing. All right, welcome to the Grizzlies epilogue. I mean, the big news for the Grizzlies... The is, ele- that, is that Vince Carter uh, threw the greatest elbow since that slam dunk contest years back? It really was good. Mm, what an elbow. Golden elbow. No, I, I was going to say the, the biggest news being the elephant in the room of Chandler Parsons just still being a disaster. Getting booed. Getting booed at home against the Suns. Much like three years ago, I was at a Suns-Grizzlies game where they Calathus. the crowd booed Calathus, and that was for no reason. You're Nick mm-hmm. Calathus now, Chandler. But only making 18 times more per year. <laughs> I have a question. Worst contract in the league? Uh, yes. No, I think maybe. Yes. I mean, you got to say in the discussion. You got to say a chic. I think there's three yeah. years left. Uh, Mozgov. Bad. Dang. Maybe. Uh, Noah. Joakim. I think Joakim Noah. Mozgov are in a category. But yes, Parsons is up there. for the because like the heightened expectations. That's what hurts. Well, and like Mozgov and Noah, they're older. You know, they're not. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Parsons is 28. This is supposed to Those be. Those appeared terrible when they were signed. This was supposed to be great. Yeah. So it hurts more. I mean, there is a, the odds of him averaging 17 points in a game again, 
or being an Instagram star? Mm. Like, which one is more likely? Yeah. In th- in three years, it is obviously the Instagram star. He's not even Mike Miller. Like me. Oh, crappy Mike Fizdale, Miller. Fizdale came out hard in his defense today. Do tell. Just saying. Uh, this is a quote. I told you guys my lens is different than everyone else's. I like to see, see see some of those people come off the injuries he's had and try to come out and play an NBA game and do it well. It's difficult. Oh, what a um, defense. Maybe it'll help them to know that no one on our team works harder than him. He's here every day, all night, lifting, shooting, getting treatment. Keeps keeps on and go, you know, just saying he still has full confidence, you know, in him. Don't get caught up in the booing. He's going to be here to help us. Bob. So, I mean, Fizz comes out swinging in defense of his guy. Well, as he should. As he um, should. He's, he's you know, kind of hamstrung by him uh, in the lineups. And, he, you know, one of the build, bigger building pieces as far as, like, a salary goes is giving him zero output. So, yeah, he's right to be salty, and he still hasn't thrown him under the bus. So it's looking good for for Fizdale <sighs> as a coach and a leader. But it's not good for It's not good for the – I mean, as far, the as, as far as the games we're seeing, you know, they came out flat in Indiana, a game I was at. Mm-hmm. It was fun, my first Grizzlies road game. Oh, nice Banker's Life uh, field. Yeah, nice. is it? It was pretty. Cool. Very, very nice. Uh, but would it was you a, trade uh, James Johnson for Chandler Parsons? I would not. And a first-round draft pick? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, I would No, I mean, literally, Chandler, Chandler Parsons, you but can't he, move. Here's the thing, though. I, he's only 28, and maybe Fizdale knows things we don't. Maybe he's not, you know, he's <sighs> got weird motion, There's you know, no- range of motion issues that he's not really 100% yet, but he's getting out there and he's doing it, trying to get better. And we're dogging him, but it's really a part of a longer process to get in shape. There's no... He's gone. You're, I don't you're done. He's, he's, you think he's, he's done. He's 100, but he's done this year. Right. So yeah, mean, they, they need to take him out of the lineup. I mean, definitely, I, I'm, I'm of the camp now. You need to start either, Ennis. I don't know if it's Ennis, or some, some have argued Vince Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, I like Vince Carter on the second unit. Yeah, I do too. I don't but know. still, the idea, you need to have, the, the idea of getting Parsons, the big idea of getting Parsons. Was moving Zebo to the bench. Was moving Zebo to the bench and having another scorer and ball handler on the lineup. Right now, the Grizzlies starting lineup, it's like the Pistons. They get outscored every night because there's only two scorers. Right, right. Like, Mike and Mark are doing it all, and they're playing great. They're having fantastic seasons. When they're off, it's like they're playing four on five. Like, in the Indiana game I was at, Mark and Mike were bad. Well, like, if you're not playing four against five, you have the chance of overcoming your stars being off some nights. But... With Parsons also giving you nothing, there's nothing you can do. So like they, they manage it, you know, they, they they're winning some of the games they're supposed to win, but I, I don't know. I, I'm losing my, I guess, excitement. Your Parsons patience. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of Calathus, I keep thinking about getting. <laughs> You're like a guy who's going through a breakup and thinks about it, an ex ex girlfriend. I keep thinking. <laughs> Does this have to do with hair loss? I still have, you know, like a hundred and ten dollars at the NBA store. Okay. Gift credit. Oh yeah, didn't we? You're supposed to get a Kristaps Porzingis '69 jersey. Yeah, yeah. So, so I keep thinking about getting a. I'm trying. I try to think <laughs> what is the funniest, best hipster-ish, mm-hmm. most gr- uh, Grizzlies jersey to it get. Is the Kristaps Porzingis '69 Grizzlies jersey? Mm-hmm. Right. I feel like I also. I feel like the Kristaps Porzingis Grizzlies jersey. I feel like I had a window for that. It was like it was like one week. But, but I, with the number '69. <laughs> yeah. So, because you see, sixty nine. I think so. Is a euphem- wait, no, go go no, ahead. We can't talk. My thought of it is, I kind of want to get a Calathus jersey, but then I feel like I'm being too cliched as a white guy to get a white guy Grizzly jersey. Balding white guy. Um, is that wrong on me? You could get a James Johnson jersey. I think you just got to. I kind of want a James Johnson. I think you just got to do you, Keith Quincy Pondexter. Get a go Quincy. with the gut. A coupon. I wouldn't. What is not, not, a fan, not a fan of Pondex. But if you saw him in public, he would hit you. Coupon, I'm probably wants coupon. to fight you. Like 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 Tony Allen's my favorite player. But that's like a pretty yeah. mainstream yeah. nine. I want it, I want to have the old NBA jersey where, where they see the number Ooh. and the guy says, which grizzly player is that? I got and then answer. they walk past me and they were like, Calathus. Yeah. Like, I got like, your answer. Oh, yeah. Stromal Swift. Mm. I feel like even a four would be recognized, but then I would have to buy an old school, the older design, oh, okay. and I don't think I could get that. But I think, we've, I think we've got one. Hadati. No, we're, we're not thinking about. I the don't right. want to get stopped in airports. We're not thinking about <laughs> the right. The I want right to. I want to be able to come back in the country. There's one grizzly that in, in, encompasses everything that we love. Brian Reese, ridiculousness and Big stupidity, country. and it's Lance Stevenson. 
Oh, you need to get a born ready one, Pants and it Stevenson. has to say born ready. On born the ready's back. pretty good. Pants Stevenson. I don't even know what number he wore for the. He jersey. also had, he threw his girlfriend. Get downstairs. a get a pink. Uh, There's so many. That's the problem with James Johnson. A, a pink a pink breast cancer awareness. Matt Barnes. <laughs> that's the winner. That's the winner. Well, I guess I'm looking for the Grizzlies. They, they got to go to Texas. Uh, they're playing the Mavs. The su- slightly surging Mavs. Decent ball playing Mavs. Uh, I'm not feeling good about the Grizzlies, but I guess I, I've been I've been you've been wrong before this year. year. Yeah, I've been down all year. The losses have been irritating. It's just Mike and Mark are playing so well, and the fact that I feel like we're putting them at a disadvantage Mark every night. Shark five for five from three. Like oh, killer. First, oh yeah, only player in NBA history. Wang Zhuzhu went four for four once, but uh, really, Mike, Mark Wang Zhuzhu gonna need a bigger boat. Yeah, Marcus saw is the first center to go five for five. It's good stuff. All right, you guys, that's a Grizzlies epilogue. Thanks for listening. You guys are the best. Arrive safely. Yeah, never apologize for being TNG. Bad break, break, man. You understand?